Hello guys, welcome to the show. This is Sean Blanc. This is the Weekly Briefly. We're on episode 50. Awesome. Episode 50 of the show. Uh, this is the Friday uh, public podcast episode of uh, I do a daily members only show called Sean Today. And uh, on today's show, I want to talk about this idea of, uh, of technology um, kind of uh, empowering us to be able to do our best creative work. Uh, for the last several months, uh, I've been doing this uh, topic. It's on the Power of Focus Life. I've done a whole bunch of episodes uh, on the Shauna Day shows, and I've done a handful of them here on Weekly Briefly. Uh, and it's kind of sort of taken on, uh, you know, here and there, kind of underlying current is a, a little bit of sort of an anti-Facebook um, uh, mindset uh, that kind of sneaks into some of the stuff that I have to say. And, and, and more or less is basically kind of the, the discussion of uh, how push notifications and, you know, inbox addiction and stuff like that uh, can really hinder us from doing our best creative work. But yet at the same time, I, I was thinking about just what an empowering tool uh, technology is and social networks and, and email and all this stuff and how uh, even though it can be such a distraction, it's also uh, such an um, empowering tool for basically helping us to be able to do our best creative work and, and to turn it into something that's actually sustainable. Um, so I wanted to share a little bit of kind of just my own story, my own journey, uh, and, and, and share some ideas, some concepts uh, around this uh, subject, this topic. And before I do, of course, I want to give a huge thanks to this show's sponsor, the the, the people that help uh, significantly to pay the bills. Uh, this week, it's a really cool company called Dash, uh, and you can find out more at thedash.com. Uh, it's T-H-E-D-A-S-H. It's actually spelled out with letters. Uh, anyways, Dash is real-time dashboards uh, for your website, your business, and your life, basically. Your your first dashboard is free forever right now. They're doing a thing. If you sign up, uh, you can get your own private dashboard for free forever, whereas usually uh, if you want to have a free dashboard, it has to be public, which means anyone can see the the, the data that you put on there. Uh, and I personally, I spent some time earlier this week setting up my free dashboard. Actually, really, really impressed. Really cool. Uh, definitely worth checking out. Uh, there's a whole bunch of just drag and drop widgets. You don't have to be clever with code. If you can just log into a website, you can work this out. Uh, lots of cool drag and drop widgets. You drop your own stuff in. Uh, you can tie it into Twitter, Google Analytics, and stuff like that. Um, so I basically set one up that kind of is like a one-stop page for me to see all the incoming tweets current traffic numbers, and a whole bunch more for both Tools and Toys and the suite setup. Uh, so really cool stuff. I just got one spot to go check. Um, but what's nice about it is then I can just kind of see some of the stats. I can see how's the site doing, any you know incoming tweets, anything we should know about current Twitter numbers, stuff like that, just some analytics, cool stuff. Uh, just one stop, I can check it out, see that n- the info, and then leave without being like distracted by you know being in an actual Twitter client or opening up my analytics page and, and getting into the granular analytics and stuff like that. Um, so definitely worth checking out. Once again, that's thedash.com. Huge thanks to those guys for sponsoring the site. So longtime uh, readers of the show, if, if you've been uh, readers of the show, readers of the site, if you've been reading SeanBlanc.net uh, or the suite setup for any amount of time, you'll be familiar with a uh, interview series that I've been doing called the Sweet Max Setup. Uh, and I started it like back in 2009, almost six years ago now. I, was, I think it was in May. And I uh, emailed my friend Mark Jardine, who uh, at the time, like back when Tapbots, I think they had, uh, like, I think Pastebot was like their brand new, most recent app back in 2009. A lot's changed since then. You know, now they have Tap, uh, Tapbots, they have Tweetbot, which is like 
super, super awesome Twitter app. Uh, so I emailed Mark and I said, hey, I'm doing this interview series uh, about, you know, cool guys and girls that, that have Mac setups. Um, would you want to be featured? Could I interview you about your setup? So, uh, so I interviewed Mark and basically it's just a couple photos of the desk, uh, a couple of questions, you know, what hardware do you use? What software do you use? You know, nothing groundbreaking, right? Like, uh, Daniel Bogan does one that's really similar to this called like the setup. Uh, I, I got the idea from Glenn Wolsey. He was doing like famous Mac user setups and things like that. He had an interview once with like the guy who had like the largest iTunes library in the world at the time and just some cool stuff. So I'm doing these interviews and, and I did, uh, did them for about a year and then took like a, a few months off uh, from just, you know, interviewing people and, and making edits. And then I came back and I added this new question to the interview series. And the question was, how does this setup help you to do your best creative work? And the, the idea behind that was like, man, I want, I want this to be more than just, um, you know, information, right? I also want to kind of like get an idea for how are, you know, how's the gear, how's the software, how's the hardware, uh, helping you to, to do your job and, and make that enjoyable, make it pleasant, make it sustainable. Um, so I was reading through today, like on, on the site, I was going through these archives and there was about 28 interviews that I did that had that question in there. And I just read through all 28, each one. And so as I'm reading through the, the different ones, there is uh, kind of this. I begin to notice like some underlying like themes, like some some common uh, some common themes, and a lot of it had to do with basically um, you know comfort. Like this is a this is a workflow that I'm comfortable with. This is software that I enjoy using, or this is uh, hardware that can keep up with me. Um, so there was this level of like you know comfort and kind of like a frictionless uh, sort of thing that came with the hardware and the software combination that they were using. Um, a lot of people. Uh, you know, back 2010, 11, 12, like, you know, cloud services were becoming more ubiquitous. Uh, sync was getting better. We were able to use our iPads more. And so a lot of people were saying, now I can, you know, I'm, I've got portability. Uh, I've got a desktop at home. I've got a laptop I can take with me, or I've got a, a laptop that gets good battery life, or now I'm working from my iPad for certain things. And so there was this feeling of like, hey, if I ever need to leave my desk, then I can, you know, go to a coffee shop or go to the park, or I can go to my in-laws for the weekend or whatever and, and still get good work done. Thanks to you know Dropbox and, and iCloud and stuff like that, um, and then there's also the kind of this uh, this idea that you know people they everyone had like different creative goals that they were trying to accomplish. Some were you know trying to write. Uh, a lot of people are software programmers or designers or developers, uh, f- photographers, uh, movie editors, and things like that. And so they had like this. They'd found like a great combination of hardware and software tools that really worked for them to to make their creative goals come to life. Uh, and then there was just this, uh, another feature that I kind of noticed was a lot of people, uh, when their workspaces were organized or clean or their desk was tidy, that they, you know, there's something freeing about that. Um, and, you know, and so, like I said, at the beginning of the show, a lot of this stuff, you know, technology, a lot of times it gets this bad rap of, you know, it's anti-creativity because, uh, it distracts us. We can never, uh, log in and, and get two to three to four hours of uninterrupted work time done, um, or we can, you know, we're always distracted. We finally sit down to write and then boom, push notification or incoming email. Or we never even start writing because we get too busy, uh, engrossed in checking our email inboxes or, or catching up on Twitter, reading every tweet or going through all of our RSS feeds or all this stuff, right? Like inbox overload and all of that. 
And I think that there's truth to that. And I think that there is levels of, of discipline and order and kind of intentionality that we need to to do our best creative work in the midst of a very, uh, you know, always connected, distraction-prone, uh, you know, life. We have computers in our pockets now that are buzzing and beeping at us constantly. Um, that can really distract us from doing good creative work. So we need self-control in that regard. But But technology itself is not the enemy, right? Like, I was like, man, these people have some great testimonies for how the the hardware that they're using, the software, the apps, all this stuff is empowering them to do their best creative work. And I was thinking about the very same thing in my own life of how uh, if it weren't for, honestly, if it weren't for the internet and for computers, um, you know, my professional life would look very, very different. Uh, I don't think that I would be a full-time writer. Uh, I don't think that I would be a photographer. I don't think that I'd be able to work from home. Uh, as a self-employed person, honestly, I don't even know if I would I would be running my own business or not uh, if it weren't for uh, so many of the tools and the the connected things that technology has empowered us for. So I kind of wanted to share a little bit of that story uh, with you guys today, if you will, if you will permit me. So it was in 2005 is when I first started blogging. Uh, I signed up on like Blogger, Blogspot, whatever it was. Uh, with a with a blog, and it was just you know it was just my personal site, right? It was this is Sean Blanc, and I'm this is where I'm doing for vacation. This is, I had a sandwich for lunch today, or these are my thoughts on you know Christmas with my family or whatever. It was very personal, uh, you know, kind of atypical of of you know trying to figure this whole blogging thing out. Going to write about stuff for my friends and family to read. Like that was kind of the the purpose of it. And, you know, 2005, I wasn't on Facebook, there wasn't Twitter, anything like that. I didn't have social networks. So I kind of told a few people about the site. Um, and, and back then, you know, social networks were the sidebar blog roles. Uh, and, and slowly the site kind of grew a little bit. Um, a few people started subscribing to it. Uh, and I ended up turning it into a, like a, a dedicated site. I kind of transitioned over to WordPress, bought a domain name. Uh, and and started kind of you know pro blogging, but not really. I mean, it, it, I wasn't making any money, but but I kind of started rolling my own thing. You know, I had a hosting set up and stuff like that, um, and started you know getting comments and and tracking RSS subscribers and things like that. And slowly it began to grow. Uh, and you know, I had um, you know tried my hand at writing many many times before 2005. Uh, you know, from you know just being like a kid and then growing up, I was in uh, you know whatever 2005. I was like 23 at the time, 24. Um, and so many times I, I had approached writing before then, but nothing ever stuck. Never really committed to it. Never wrote on a regular basis, even though it was something that I always you know fond of, uh, had an appreciation for, enjoyed writing. Uh, never did anything of it, but for some reason. The, the medium of the blog where I could uh, write something, hit publish, and it would be on the internet for other people to read. And I could, uh, you know, I had ownership of this design. I could control the, the typefaces that I was using, the colors on there. I could put pictures on the sidebar. I could have little uh, kind of anecdotes. And so I could basically kind of like host uh, this whole experience for somebody as if they were coming over to my home and I could host them in my home. Here I could host them on my website, uh, so to speak, uh, and and basically, you know, have this whole experience for them. And I could put in, you know, jokes, and I could be serious, and I could be funny, or whatever it would be. 
And then I knew that I would publish it and people would read it, even though it was like, you know, five people or 10 people maybe, right? I remember like one day when I, I opened my FeedBurner stats and there was like 75 people subscribed to my RSS feed. And I was just like, oh my gosh, like, like to me, this was like so many people were reading my site. It was huge for me at the time. And, uh, you know, I mean, it, like, and so there was this, uh, this, this, it just worked for me, right? Like this, uh, you hit publish and there's going to be someone that reads it and you know that someone's going to read it. It's going out there to an audience, no matter uh, how big or small that audience is. And that, it was like, that was the trigger. That was what I needed. That worked for me. Like that was the foundation that got me, uh, that, that I needed in terms of motivation to write on a regular basis. And now here we are 10 years later, uh, pretty much, uh, I've been writing, uh, for the internet for 10 years now, and I make my full time living doing it. And so, uh, you know, here we are like the internet blogs, like these are a technology. This is a medium uh, that has greatly empowered uh, my creative outlet, uh, as well as my, you know, my business outlet, as well as my own livelihood is all, uh, you know, thrives and is centered around uh, this, uh, this medium, this technology that has empowered me to basically write for a living and to earn a living and to employ. We've got now got six people, uh, that work for, for Blanc media that work for me on tools and toys and on the suite setup. Uh, they're not full-time employees they are all part-time. Uh, you know, but we, we got six guys that, that, uh, we all do, uh, really amazing work and I'm super proud. And this is something that technology has empowered that that wouldn't exist without that. Um, so, so that's a huge one, right? Like writing, writing for an audience, writing for a living. Uh, the other thing is uh, I've I've been able to to sell products directly to you know many of you guys, uh, everyone that listens to this show, the the members only Sean today podcast. Uh, there's a one to one relationship with my my readership there. It's a members supported show. I charge four dollars a month. Uh, and there are, uh, many, many people that are, that are signed up, uh, for the membership, uh, over the years, uh, it has, uh, you know, continued to grow and is, is one of the primary ways that I'm able to pay my bills, um, and, and support my work and then being able to take the money that the other sites make and sew that back in to the, the team that works there. And so I've been able to build, uh, basically like a, a subscribing, uh, audience that, that helps pay the bills and, and supports me directly. Uh, and so with not only with the membership stuff and the Shauna Day show, uh, the, the membership plugins and Stripe and you know, before that was PayPal. And these are like amazing technologies that have basically allowed me to charge my, my customers directly and then to have a, a relationship with them, a one-to-one relationship. Uh, and then also Gumroad. Uh, I wrote a book uh, called Delight is in the Details, right? And I wrote this book using basically almost entirely free software that came with my Mac. And so here's this computer that comes with a great word processing app. And I recorded these interviews and I edited them using, uh, you know, Skype and GarageBand uh, and QuickTime and all these amazing apps and, and put it together. And then I just put it up on Gumroad, right? Here's this this website that, that lets you sell your stuff. And I'm able to charge people and, and the fees on Gumroad are so low that I'm able to make uh, a very, you know, healthy and sustainable income from selling my book. And, and that did really well. Uh, and now I'm, you know, working on this other book, The Power of Focus Life. And this is something that I probably never would have done if it weren't for uh, the internet, for being able to build an audience, build a readership 
And then to be able to build a product that, uh, you know, is, is quality. It's this great ebook and this audio book, all this stuff, right? I was able to build that on my computer and then put it up and, and sell it directly to my customers and make, you know, 98% of the, the profits uh, and, and just have a little bit of credit card processing fees. And that's it. No middleman, no publisher contracts, no royalties or anything like that being able to sell directly, uh, which means I don't need a huge, huge audience. You know, I can sell one or two or 3,000 copies of this book. And that's like a year's income almost, right? Just from that uh, in and of itself. And so this, uh, it's, it's so, so amazing to be able to do that, uh, that I never would have been able to do that without technology. It's empowered that. Um, and then also, right, like there's these other creative outlets that I have, uh, one of which is photography. I'm a huge, uh, f- become a f- fanatic of uh, taking photographs and enjoy doing that uh, over the last few years. And I'm able to buy this amazing camera. I've got this micro four thirds uh, camera. It, it fits in my coat pocket. It's super small. It's super light. It was um, very inexpensive considering the quality. You know, it was $1,000 for the camera and for the lens uh, to start out. And then I ended up buying another lens later. Um, so, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's not cheap. A thousand bucks is not cheap. Uh, but for a such a high quality professional grade camera, a thousand bucks is actually a great price. Uh, you know, it's, it's a really good price. And, uh, and so it's, it's enabled me to, to now pick up this hobby, this creative hobby of being a photographer. And then I can, uh, import the photos onto my computer and I open up Lightroom, which was like a $70 program and I'm able to edit them and they look super great. I love them. And I can, I can share them with people and I can print them out, right? And I can upload them to the internet and I can get printouts mailed to my house. And now in our living room, in our hallway, in our, our bedrooms, uh, on our fridge here in my office, right next to me, even our photographs all around the home of my two boys, my wife, our family, uh, some cool, like artsy photos that I've taken that are kind of cool and not dumb. Uh, like all this stuff is around our house. Like we're surrounded by, uh, original photography that I, that I took that, uh, my wife and I love, like, we love to look at some of these photos of our boys. Um, you know, as if you've got kids, you know, like those are your favorite pictures to look at. Um, so that, and then, uh, something that I mentioned earlier, but I want to mention again is, uh, that I've been able to, uh, slowly build a team that, that helps me with tools and toys and a suite setup. And we use these, uh, online programs like Basecamp and Slack are two of the big ones and then Dropbox as well. Um, and then WordPress, you know, you got multi, you know, users that can sign into WordPress and you can manage the different permissions and stuff. And so all this stuff has, has allowed me basically to, to bring on people that are available and that are some of the best in the world for, for writing for these sites. Uh, and, and the, the, the team that I've got now, uh, working for me, uh, doing on tools and toys on the suite setup. These are some of like, they're, they're super, super talented guys they are super awesome. And they're all over the country. Uh, there's one person here in Kansas City that we just brought on. Her name's Alex. Uh, you know, but we got people in Memphis. We got people in Chattanooga, uh, Alabama, Oklahoma. Um, you know, Canada, even right, like just people all over the country, all over the the nation, um, all over the continent, uh, really. And that's something that would never would have been possible without the internet, without these group, uh, you know, project management software, team software, team chat stuff, and things like that. So it's super. Um, you know, I, I'm just super thankful. And so it's like, you know, a lot of times we look at this stuff and we're like, oh, you know, e- email is the enemy and direct messages are the enemy and, and push notifications and all these distractions and stuff like that, right? Et cetera, et cetera. 
like all of that stuff we look at it and we're like, oh, that's the enemy of doing our best creative work. But yet at the same time, these very same uh, uh, things that, that can so much seem the enemy on the other side, they are the very tools that are empowering us to do our, our best creative work. And I think that the, the, uh, the benefits of this stuff um, you know, at least from where I'm standing and no doubt from where you're standing as well, the benefits far, far outweigh uh, the the downsides and the distractions. And so the trick is not to like freak out or to, to rage against the social networks or to rage against the inboxes, but rather to just bring our own uh, time, our, our energy, our focus, all of that stuff, kind of bring that into submission and actually uh, focus on doing our best creative work and, and making it happen uh, with the tools that we have, these amazing, uh, empowering tools that are at our fingertips, many of which we can use for free, which is just absolutely mind-boggling. Um, so all that to say, uh, I hope that you have a setup that empowers you to do your best creative work. That sounds super cheesy. Uh, but whatever. I mean it. I hope you can do your best creative work. I hope you have a great weekend. Thanks so much for listening to this show. Uh, and for all of you who read the site, listen to this podcast, uh, you know, that's something else I didn't even mention, right? Like I, I, I do this podcast uh, using GarageBand and I upload it to iTunes, right? For free. Like they, they distribute it, all of it for free. It's incredible. Uh, and then you guys can listen to it. Here I am just standing in my office uh, talking into this microphone. And, and there you are. Uh, you know, commuting or doing dishes, who knows, uh, the best places to listen to podcasts. So I hope you have a great weekend. Uh, again, thanks so much for listening. Um, I will talk to you guys next week. All right, have a good one. God bless.